Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Let's Put the Rad in Radical. We are so excited to see you here because we've got some pretty exciting things happening in our rad realm. And we are jazzed that we are going to be able to share that with you. If you haven't heard, listen up, pay attention, perk those ears. We've actually launched our very first live event taking place this Friday, March 26th, where we're going to share a little rad P hour, which is what we're calling um, our little spin on a happy hour together. Now, of course, it's a virtual one, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have a lot of fun. So we really hope that you will join in with us as we share to pretty rad cocktail recipes. Um, we are going to get the ingredients list out to you as soon as you get your tickets. They're just $5 a pop. And we will be sharing with you the opportunity to sit and chat with our rad trio. It's the whole purpose of taking time to celebrate a Friday at the end of a long work week. And of course, we're always excited for Fridays because that's when our episodes drop. But what a cool way to say, let's rally together. Let's welcome spring, a new season with all of us kind of toasting to uh, with the old hibernation and in with the new, with this new transition. So I don't know about the both of you, but I have been looking forward to this since we kind of thought it up, imagined it, dreamed it, and then we finally launched it. We already have tickets sold and it just feels like a pretty exciting time. You had me at that there were two drinks available. So <laughs> we, I just want you guys to understand that when you purchase a ticket, you will receive an email with two recipes and you get to choose between two really cool cocktails that the girls and I all love. And we're going to make cocktails. We're going to get together. We're going to sip and celebrate like Amanda was saying. And I think the big part of this is that we love meeting and talking and communicating with you guys. Like that's the thing we want this community to grow. And what a better way to do that than, you know, a little rad P hour <laughs> guys, <laughs> that name just it still, it cracks me up. I think it was a joke when Amanda said, let's do it a rad P hour. And it just Stuck. But I'm really, I don't remember the last happy hour I went to, and I am so excited for this. Are we able to share what the drinks are? Or is that a big secret? I think I'd be okay with sharing the drinks. Sure. Why not? Oh, yes. Uh, one is a Bloody Mary. And so that is, um, I think, Amanda, that's one of your staple faves. Yes. And then I and Raina, Avi, are the margarita girls. So we are doing a margarita, the traditional. We are going to kind of throw some different twists to it, maybe make it spicy, maybe make it um, cheese more. and sausage optional. Yes, yes. We're going to have some charcuterie and, you know, just bring all the flash and fun that we love to bring because it is, it's, it's rad P hour and ugh, I'm dying for one with you girls. So I, I'm like counting down. I absolutely feel the same way. And, you know, like Ali was saying, we really love community. We love hearing from all of you. We're so grateful to hear the great takeaways you get from our episodes, our guest speakers, and even when it's just the three of us chatting. So what a great opportunity for us to not just have you listening, but literally chatting and chiming in with us. That's really the beauty of it is uh, it's really, you know, been a strange couple of months slash year. And I think uh, we should raise a glass to how we have all navigated through it and 
um, come out stronger, come out with a community that we didn't even really have at this time last year. And, and I think that um, Let's Put the Rad and Radical has been exactly what we hoped it would be, which is a radical addition to our day when we record these episodes, when we put this content out for all of you. And it sounds like it's helping you all think about the rad things you want to do in your lives as well. So come share that with us Friday night, March 26th. It starts at five o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So that's seven central, eight Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you check your time zones. Um, it'll only be for an hour. So don't worry, we're not planning on completely monopolizing your night with our shenanigans and our drinks and our charcuterie boards. But we do definitely want to toast to you. So come hang again. The link is in our bio in our Instagram page. So double check over there. If not, if you're following us as well, um, you can check that out on our own pages. Either way, if you need it, we've got it for you. Just keep an eye out and we cannot wait to see you Friday. But what I will say is speaking of spring, which just hit, and I think all of us are in the mind, the mood, the vibe to be transitioning into this new phase of ourselves in so many ways, more ways than just one. And I think what we wanted to share a little bit about today is what's the joy and what's not the joy, what's in and what's out for us right now. Are you carrying certain things that helped you in winter that you're kind of leaving behind? And maybe you're not sure what that looks like for you, but we're, we're here to help. We've got your back. So um, I, I would love if we can sort of chat a little bit about that. What are some things that both of you are holding on to that is coming with you into spring, but what are you letting go of? Because it's just not going to serve you this season. I have been in this headspace of Marie Kondoing all of everything in my life from my clothes to my mindset, to my self-care, to everything. So I think we have different categories that we're going to go through though and touch on and see where we're all kind of at and whether we're keeping that mindset outfit to, you know what I mean? And whether we're not. Yeah, I've, I've definitely grouped things up. I took the reins on this one. I pitched it to the girls. I said, listen, let's do a yay or nay. Like, are we keeping it or leaving it type of vibe? And let's start with kind of the self-care mindset realm. Um, I have a list of a bunch of things that I thought this is very, I, I don't want to even say like winter, but these are things that we have definitely been using since this time last year. And progressing into the spring are we keeping them or are we losing them so and as you listen do answer for yourself too right everyone listening oh. like answer for yourselves as well like are you keeping this or are you letting it go where do you stand with everything I love that. Yes. So go through this list and think about it. Is it something that maybe even you didn't do that you would implement or did you do? And you're like, you know what? It's just not going to serve me in the spring. So the first one I wanted to talk about is that I think something that trended big in the last year was implementing cold showers or cold plunges. Amanda and I in the new year plunged together in Amanda a very Amanda and I cold... in the new year plunged together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Raina. You, you know, just pick up your little bag and move to Vancouver. You can be included too. <laughs> but we did the the cold plunge has become this kind of new trend, right? Have cold showers, end your your normal shower with a minute to two minutes of cold water, having it hit your forehead and your chest or your two main um pressure points and that that's where you want to have this cold water. Are we keeping it moving into the spring? Are you guys doing it? What's your thoughts on that? For me, I'm keeping it. It has been a game changer for me. I will be doing it into the spring, hands down. 
Well, Ali, I think what might help people who maybe don't even know about this because cold plunging may not have been on their radar or even ending in a cold shower or taking a full cold shower is why? What are the benefits of doing that? And and maybe that can help explain the, the reason you're adamant on keeping it moving forward instead of tossing it. Yeah. Why has it been a game changer? That was my question. Oh. So I have struggled with discipline of the mind, let's just say, where I very easily can be like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. Um, and I committed to, uh, I think I heard it through Jackie Carr. If you don't know who she is, guys, uh, Google her. She's a goal setting coach. We love, love, love her. So she did a 10 day Wim Hof Wim Hof is like the guru of cold plunges, breath work, mindset stuff. She did a 10 day challenge where every single day for 10 days, she did a cold shower. She said she was going to do it. She had integrity in her words. She set the goal and it's like, it's miserable. Getting into a cold shower is absolutely miserable. So the idea is pushing past that kind of pain threshold with you and doing something that is unpleasant, but you know, will have great effects. So I did it also for 10 days straight, every single morning, I would get into a cold shower and I would breathe and I would close my eyes and I would say, I can do hard things. And this is uncomfortable, but it's going to be so great because here's the thing with when we breathe through things that are uncomfortable, when cold water hits those kind of, um, you know, Chinese medicine chakra points, um, the temple, the chest, the top of the back, things like that. It's very uncomfortable. It's very powerful. It lowered my anxiety. It helped me slow down, which is completely backwards. If you think you, you want to run out of it, but the idea is that you breathe through it. You slowly get into that cold uh, shower and you breathe and you breathe. And then all of a sudden by day four, I embraced it. I loved it. And now probably a month later, I'm still doing cold showers religiously. It's like drinking a big pot of coffee. You get out, you're energized, you feel wonderful. And even at nighttime, sometimes if I'm really anxious or I'm having problems slowing down my mind, I will have a cold shower and the cold shower actually puts me to sleep. So, you know, just things like that, do your research, but it might be something that you want to tackle. And I know it's very uncomfortable. Raina was like, I could see her in the camera shaking her head My like, and no, <laughs> I just, even after you explain it, I'm like, okay, I get it. Like I get it fine. I, I understand dot, 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 <laughs> but, but she's not dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the thought of like the thought of getting into, I Here's the thing, like I love my showers to burn my skin. Quite literally, I love to uh, smell burnt skin in my showers. But I just, I, I don't know, the thought of going into my cold shower, just like already I have goosebumps. I don't know, but it is, it, it must be such a powerful mental thing you go through, huh? I will well, say that, that it, it, you know, speaking of the plunge that Ali and I did do, it's exactly that. It, it is an empowering moment. The water is so cold. I mean, we did it in, in literally the ocean. Um, it will take your breath away. It feels like a sucker punch to the gut that you knew was coming, but you just didn't know how bad it was. But I will say that getting out of that water, you just feel unstoppable. It is a, a, a really incredible training of the mind. Now, while I will say, 
I'm quite in between the both of you. I will end a shower really cold if I feel like I've been sleepwalking because like Reina, I love really hot showers, like steam, the whole thing. But I think unfortunately it also makes me a bit sleepy and I find the cold snaps me out of it. It wakes me up, it gets me into the right headspace. And I've noticed that at night, I now have transitioned to washing my face with colder water when I'm doing my nighttime routine. So instead of, I, I would almost use water that was too hot on my face, which you shouldn't do from what I understand for skincare purposes. Um, and I, I have found that the, uh, like the colder water before bed makes me feel calm and more relaxed. And I, I can see this, the positives to it as well. So Ali, I think it's really great that you're gonna keep going with it. That was a great share. I'm for sure taking that into spring. And the next couple ones, again, they're in the self-care, but I'm going to kind of group them together. So are you guys keeping affirmation work, journaling, meditation, and breath work? So those kind of things are very, very morning routine, right? And I'm just kind of looking right at Raina because I'm like, that is, I think that I've pretty much described Raina's morning from 5.30. There is my morning routine. No. <laughs> yes, 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 and yes. So All here's my the question. Above. What are you going to transition? Are you going to do anything different going into the spring? So affirmations, are you adding or taking away or are you saying different things to yourself? Is it a different season for you? Journaling, how has that morphed for you guys? Are you still doing it? Uh, breath work, does it change maybe as the weather gets warmer? And uh, meditation, are you going to learn anything new? Th those are kind of, I put those four in kind of a very morning spiritual routine from the winter to the spring. Are you guys doing anything different? I don't think I'm going to do anything different when it comes to those specific things, just because I do have that routine down and I love it. I mean, I think I've gotten more into journaling than any of the above at this point, just because I've been able to kind of go so deep into it, which has just been an insane feeling. It's almost like when you're driving and then you wake up out of your slumber while you're driving and you're like, oh shit, I'm driving. That's how I feel when I'm journaling now. I like get to the end and I'm like, I don't even know what I wrote, but my hand hurts so bad. And it's just a release of so much that I think just sets the tone for my entire day. So definitely taking it. What if you have nothing to write about? Like there are times I've like been like, today is a journaling morning. I'm going to journal and then I have nothing to journal about. I think that's a fair question. And to be honest, that's part of my answer to yours, which is I'm keeping all four. The breath work is necessary. I'm an anxious person. So affirmations are absolutely being kept. The meditation has to absolutely be kept because again, hashtag anxiety slayer. Now in terms of journaling, I, I got to a point with journaling where I would do it just to say I did it. And to me, those are the wrong reasons. I want to journal because I have stuff to unload, I have stuff to work through, not because I'm looking for a homework assignment before bed that no teacher's checking. It needs to feel not like a burden, but rather like a release. The way a relationship with a significant other should feel. I always tell my man, like the, I know that we're the perfect fit because I, when I come to you, I'm coming home. I'm taking a breath, I'm sinking in, it's my release but I've been absolutely in relationships where it's felt like, can I get on the next plane out of here? You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. I don't want that to be in terms of the burden of what my self-care looks like, because then it's not self-care. It's a to-do list. So I'm going with the flow. I'm like, is it a gratitude journal today? Cool. Is it writing down my feelings in a paragraph block of work? That's also great. Is it a 
an opportunity for me to just write down a couple of affirmations. And that's the journaling that takes place today. Fine. So I am keeping the routine, but I'm absolutely releasing the pressure and embracing the fluidity that spring brings, which is new seeds, planting new stories and new rules. I think it's like Molly said with meditation where your journaling can look like whatever you want it to look like. And there's no one size fits all of journaling. For me, I did the guided journal for a really long time where it had a little prompt at the top and then you just wrote, but then I felt like, like I would show up to journal and be like, I am so sad about X, Y, and Z. And then it's like, talk about something that's not even related. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about something that's not related. So I get an empty notebook and it's a eight and a half by 11, like regular size notebook. And I commit every single morning to drinking my pre-workout while I fill it in one page. I make myself do one entire page. And some days, you know, it's easy and there's a ton of stuff going on and you're like, I need to figure out this. And then there's days where you're like, I've had a good week and I don't, it's like therapy. You're like, I've had a good week and I don't know really what I'm going to talk about. But I start almost every one of them by saying, today I feel blank. And then I ask myself why, and that's it. And then it always 100% turns into uncovering something that I'm holding on to or that I'm thinking about that isn't serving me or something. You know what I mean? But it's just me sitting down and saying, why? Why are you feeling that way today? Whether it's good or bad. Love the why. Ali, what about you? Journaling has been a struggle for me. Like in all honesty, like morning routines were a struggle because I mean, I have, I have two very small children. So I was like forcing myself almost like the same, what you were saying, Amanda, I was getting up early to check a box. Okay. I'm up at the 5.00 AM. I'm part of the Robin Sharma 5.00 AM club. I read the book and I was like, yeah, I better do this to be successful. Like, you know, and I was just like, that's not serving me. And then I started journaling and I was, you know, my husband didn't like, I was like, this isn't serving me. And so for me, I have a book next to the toilet. If we want to be really honest, let's be really honest. Yes. Get in there. (laughs) As I get up for my morning pee pee and I have my tinky and as I'm tinkling, I take out my little journal and I write three things that I'm grateful for right in that moment. And that is it. I close my book and then I finish my tinky and I go off for my day. And there's nothing that, that like for me, I go, that's it. And I'm going to continue that into the spring. Uh, but one thing I am going to add is some more visualization. So really working on getting what I want really clear because I have been living in a haze of this is good enough. And so I want to start visualizing, actually, I want to do this. I want to have this. I want to be this. I want to feel this. Those are kind of my new words moving into the spring. Um, You know, before we even started recording, Raina, you know, you shared something and I'm just, I'm just going to reshare it. You were talking about like, yeah, maybe it's private, but who cares? It was just us. Um, but you talked about, hey, maybe one day we'll get a van, right? And live this van life. And I was like, that are, that's on my list. And I wanted to really vision these things and talk about like, what could this look like? And coming into the spring and summer where we've got more light and more time. That is what I'm going to kind of bring from my self-care world into the spring, light, airy, um, longer days, road trips. And even if the borders are closed and COVID is still here, I still want to live in a bit of a dream world because it just makes me damn happy. Moving on, girls. Because Can I add, because I just uh, yeah. want to add, before we move on, Allie, listen, 
I am with you on this visualization and I need the accountability for first and foremost, because I can't tell you how many breakdowns I've had where I've just been in tears being like, I have no vision. I have no future forecast for what I want. No big picture goal, like nothing I'm working towards. I'm just sitting and working and working every single day. And Chad has really helped me with that being like, okay, well, like, do we want to get a house? Do we want to live in a van? Like, what do we want? And just breaking it down like that and coming up with something. So I would love the accountability in that and just a vision plan, something. You do not have to ask me twice. This is literally the stuff that I live for. In therapy, I talk a lot about how I need friends and my partner to dream with me. And it's not about like, Hey, Raina, Amanda, let's dream about what we could do. That's really fun. But I love dreaming about all the possibilities that could happen in our lives. Right. And that living in a state of that sort of visualization makes me really happy. So you don't have to ask, I will be your visualization partner. I'm so <laughs> eager for us to visualize and you know, I wanted to touch on a, a suggestion for our listeners. Um, there's a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, How to Lose Your Mind and Create a New One. It's written by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's actually thanks to these two accountability partners of mine that I'm even reading this book. But this book just dives into um, the science and the quantum realm and, and the, the very real attachment we have to down to the atoms of everything that we use on a day-to-day -day basis, but how our thoughts literally interact with what can materialize and our visions are in existence in some other realm, right? And so take a listen to this book because I think that it will help all three of us and probably our listeners, which is why I thought it was valuable to mention, because if you find yourself stuck in a haze or that you don't have a vision, which I think all three of us can say the same, it's been like a freaking groundhog day every single day. You almost forget how to dream and how to have a vision because every single day you've woken up, you've eaten, you've worked, you've worked some more, and then you've gone to bed and you've done nothing that can maybe align with a vision that's further out. So this could be a really great book because I'm on chapter one and already I find it wildly valuable. So just a, my two cents on that. I can tell you that Raina and I, Rain, I think we have read almost all of his books. I so just finished his last one. <laughs> Yeah. So Literally becoming supernatural. Yes. Becoming you supernatural. Yes. Um, like is um, you guys just go Google Dr. Joe Dispenza, listen to any podcast that he talks on everything about neuroplasticity, all of the stuff of how to change your brain, how to change yourself through things like meditation, visualization, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. Like it is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I was trying to, I, without interrupting you, the uh, one I just finished is You Are the Placebo by him. And it's unbelievable. I actually just sent it to Chad's dad who's going through cancer battle. And it's like, it's an unbelievable book. And I just sent it to somebody else the other day. And I said, I wish that I would have read that book before I had my last surgery because it would have been like a game changer. So highly recommend that one. All of his, like they both said. So let's bring him into the spring. <laughs> let's bring him into the spring. He's being piggybacked right on it. Yeah. He can, he can join in. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Joe Dispenza. You can come with us, but 
I kind of group these things into categories. So that is, I love that we are all kind of maintaining the same sort of practices that served us in the winter time to bring into the spring, because maybe it isn't about seasonal, but, but just self-service, but there is some fashion things I am curious about, like, you know, are you still wearing a beanie in August? Uh, can scarves still transition from, you know, a big, beautiful, warm scarf? And then all of a sudden girls are wearing silky things. Like what are the fashion things that you are leaving and what are you bringing into the spring? I mean, I want to sit here and say that my winter clothes is going to take a back seat in a bag collecting dust somewhere, but I am a person who is always cold. So while I may not bring the beanies with me, I probably will continue to bring long pants and fluffy socks in the evening times. I, I can already see that. And, and my fluffy robe. I mean, I didn't choose the robe life. It chose me. So that's still coming with. But I, I will say that I am eager for the cute summer dresses. I'm eager for crops. I'm eager for shorts. I'm looking forward to have, you know, getting some vitamin D all up in here because I feel as white as the sweater I'm wearing. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm looking forward to a couple of outfit changes and, and retiring a couple of the thick, chunky things. I think beanies are a bring, right? You can do beanies during the summer, I think. I have a question about the scarves. Do people still wear scarves as with, like, with an outfit versus just outerwear? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't personally. Yeah. Me either. So I'm going to leave those. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving scarves. And I think that the beanie, you can still rock it with a pair of like flip flops and, you know, a couple braids in your hair. So I'm bringing the beanie. Do you guys clean your closets? So do you guys actually transition? So this is something, (laughs) this is something that as an adult, I need to do. Do you guys actually move your wardrobe? Like this is my winter stuff. It goes away. And here comes my spring stuff out to play. Like, do you guys move your clothes in your closet? I I do. Yeah, I do a huge transition moving all the long sleeve stuff. But I am I will say like Amanda, like, you know, even though it's hot outside, my air conditioning is still on and it's still like 60 something in my house. And I'm still freezing all the time, even though it's summer. So I will probably keep some long sleeved some of the comfy sweats and then everything else kind of goes into storage, but tank tops and flip-flops get moved to the very front immediately. I'm the same. All the, all the, you know, fun summer gear moved to the front, but I, I love to gut my closet. I absolutely love it. And I don't wait for spring. I just realize when, if let's say I'm doing laundry and I keep waiting for the same things that are in the laundry, that probably means they're my favorite things to wear. And that means I haven't touched the rest. So that shows me that I probably don't want to wear it anymore. And I like to fill it up and donate all that, all those clothes to people who could use it more than me. So I, I like to have my winter and my summer clothes commingle. I, I think that they can coexist and be used as needed. Like Raina said, in an AC circumstance, I absolutely need some of those fluffy sweaters and things, but um, the, the summer stuff will move to the forefront. Absolutely. And I, I love to clean out my stuff. I'm, I find myself, the more cluttered my house is and closets included, the more cluttered my mind is. It's like, if I have so much stuff all over the place, clothing wise, I'm, I don't even enjoy trying to pick something to wear. There's just too much shit. So I love getting rid of it. Do you donate it or do you read? Because I asked because I've forever just gotten rid of stuff and donated or whatever. 
But I went thrift shopping with Kinsey this weekend and I found myself regretting every piece of clothing that I ever gave away because, you know, watching Mackenzie go through stuff and find like Levi's jeans and, you know, all of these things that I'm like, I rocked that in 97. Why did I get rid of all of that? <laughs> I, donate, I found but... myself doing that the whole time <laughs> we were shopping. Okay. Tell us about your thrift shopping experience. Did you feel that you found things that aligned to bring in? you know, to bring in. I have some tips for the thrift shoppers that we discovered. First, all of the jackpot things are in the men's clothing. Like this, men's. These, men's. All the pants Kinsey was wearing, she found these oversized jackets that were like corduroy and stuff and she'd layer them. And I'm like, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. But it was all like randomly planted in like the men's section. It was just the craziest thing. But it is definitely late 90s coming back where it's like the bigger thing and the oversized t-shirts and the graphic tees and all that. I mean, it's just, it was a trip down memory lane for sure. If we can keep listening to like notorious B.I.G. and like bringing back some Snoop from the nineties and throw on some corduroy, I'm here for it. All of those things align and I'll bring them right from the, the winter to the spring to the summer. I love it all. I love it all. I love it all. So the thing that I do is I do try to transition some things out, but one place that I really, really look at is my kitchen. I don't know if you guys do this, but for me, the kitchen is like, okay, it's time to start barbecuing. It's, it's not kind of like, I'm not spending as much time in the kitchen. And so the next kind of category I thought is what do you guys do transitioning from winter to spring? Is there anything that you kind of leave out or make more of? Like, are you less of a chili soup girl and you move into more spring salads? Um, I've personally, I'm not a big red wine person, but I definitely come April, my friend's rosé is hitting hard. So I am going to hit the rosé. You know, I sometimes blend it. So it's like a rosé slurpy, slushy. Rosé. A froze freaking zay. Yes. So things like that. I love to transition in the kitchen. What about you guys? Is there like a bread that you don't make? Or are you, do, are you guys still making chili in August? For me, as soon as the weather warms up, the grill is being heated. That is it. Every single meal I grill. I don't do soups anymore. I don't do casseroles or I don't really do casseroles anyway, but I don't do like the oven stuff or like the baking is kind of more limited. It is outside on the grill. I was just going to say, please make me a casserole. Like uh, you yeah. making, I don't need, I've never heard of this before. So that you were like casseroles. I was thinking I'm coming over. And the first thing I'm going to say is where's the casserole? You know, back when I was a stay at home mom uh, and my girls were young, I would do, I was casserole queen. I did casseroles all the time. Well, big trending right now on like Instagram and TikTok is like a one pan meal. Do you guys see those? So that's yeah. brilliant where people make their whole dinner on one pan and it's like how to do this. And I think, oh, okay, you guys win. Fine, 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 fine. Casseroles in one pan, you win, you win. Um, what about the evening? Are you guys still snuggling? <laughs> this I, is just I hope. Oh my God. That's just me. I'm going to tell you the minute the temperature goes up, there is no more snuggy time. I don't want it. Don't come near me. It's too hot. I'm sweaty. You're sweaty. I don't want it. No. It just gives you an opportunity to, to lose items of clothing. The hotter it is. That could be a positive, you know, I see what we're saying. I see what we're saying. Okay. I'm just saying that 
I don't have air conditioning in my home. So if the weather is warm outside, it is even hotter. Like, do you guys know those uncomfortable bedroom nights where you're sleeping and it's so hot? And the last sticky. thing I want yeah, it's sticky and I just don't want to snuggle. So I miss it because the wintertime is a great snuggling season, but I don't know. I'm losing the snuggle come about July. I'm definitely a snuggle bug. So I would say it's, it's coming with, I love a good snuggle sesh, but I will say there's like a lot of the, you know, the, the, the Ross method of like the hug and roll. I mean, there's a hug and roll. <laughs> if our, if anybody watches friends, which I'd gathered and wager to say some of you do, there's like a hug and roll. There's like a, we'll start with the cuddle, but then there's like a, it's been swell. Bye-bye now. And just <laughs> a, a gradual little roll away. But we do have AC up in here. What I will say is I don't have a grill, so I need to come over to one of your houses. <laughs> There's no barbecue what about, here. What about a handshake and roll? <laughs> you, <laughs> like you maybe Ben and I'll just hand handshake. Nice to see. Good night. Handshake and roll. Like, I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with something that... <laughs> You know, I'm going to share this and it might be embarrassing for him. And I, he, I don't even know if he listens anymore. He's kind of, he knows us too well to listen to our podcast, I think. Um, but I don't, we're not big, like cuddlers, like spoon, little spoon and big spoon or anything like that. But one thing he always does that I love is just always has like a hand on me at some, you know what I mean? Like whether it's like a shoulder or under the arm or on the leg or like by my feet or like something, it's just like, there's always a touch and it's not too much. So my suggestion would be just like tuck your hand under somewhere and just get the little cuddle <laughs> urgent if you need it. So when it's do you hot. guys touch, do you let do you let your feet touch? I don't know. I, don't I like can't feet touching. I, I, I do touching. No, <laughs> we do feet touch. Yeah. No, 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 no. I knew it. I knew one of you would be a foot person that like touches <laughs> feet. It's just a big hell no for me. All I think about now when we talk about feet are your teens who like to, you know, entangle their toes. And I'm if just, you, eh. yeah, no, did no, we no, talk no. about it on the podcast or I can't even no, remember? we have not. So it, what it, we learned was that Ali has students who just for fun intertwine feet, their toes together Two different <gasps> people putting their feet together parallel and then snuggling in their toes side by side the way you would by holding hands. And all of us are just like, mm. no. no, it's a no. <laughs> it's a hard no. We're not bringing that into summer. That will stay. That will stay. We don't need to toe hug. We are not bringing that into summer. Exactly. That's a big no. You know, like it, uh, when I heard that story from my teens, I, I was both vomiting and laughing at the same time, which is a, a joy to do. You're like, <laughs> uh, well, then but, we got to meet her. You're like, this is the one that entangles toes one yes, day. And yes, it's like, I, she looks so normal. Yeah, they do. The teenagers look so normal. And then you call them out. You're like, you're the toe tangler. And uh, you realize they have a shady past. But Gang, I have a question. I would I would like to bring up another category if possible. I, I know, something that wasn't mentioned. I would love to know what are you bringing in fun wise into summer? We did our best in winter. We tried to find the light. You know, we did a lot of reels that cracked us up to no end um, on a on an individual level. What are you doing to bring the fun into spring that maybe served you in winter that you it is your responsibility to, to create fun in your life? If right now things are wild and upside down and it's not going the way you like, take this opportunity of a new season to change the story. So 
what are, what are you bringing for fun and what are you ditching that wasn't that won't won't be coming into spring slash summer with you well i and again some of my friends don't you know a lot actually majority of my friends are not phone people but here's what i like to do i like to facetime people i like to connect so you will just i'll see something funny i'll need to facetime you about it i'm bringing into summer double FaceTimes. So like I will be FaceTime. Look at this. Look at this scenery. Look at this. The FaceTime. I'm going to connect and connect and giggle and laugh. I'm going to say I'm drinking tonight. I'll FaceTime you. Hey, do you want to do this? I'll FaceTime you. And uh, even though neither of you will be on my FaceTime list. Okay. That's a lie. That is such bullshit. <laughs> yeah. You both will be FaceTime by me. My point, I think Amanda, I love that question. What am I doing for fun? Because the reality is that a lot of things are going to be the same, right? You know, there's still restrictions. There's still things. And whether you play by those rules or not is your call. It's not my call to call what you call. I don't, it's not my business, but I need to bring the fun because it's going to be a fun vibe. I think I'm going to go next to the ocean more. I'm going to go swimming more. I'm going to be biking more. I'm going to be playing more. I'm going to be blending more. I'm going to be exactly what Raina said, grilling more. We're going to be gardening more. I'm just everything that could possibly bring me joy. I'm going to jam into the time that the sun rises to the time that it sets uh, with a, a very plethora, a lot, a big amount of FaceTiming. Can I just ditto and say ditto on her? Minus the FaceTiming. I will say I've been a huge hermit for exactly a year, to be honest. I think we took quarantine very seriously. We were kind of the crazy people maybe. Um, but, you know, getting out this weekend, we, Kenzie and I went to goat yoga. I don't know if, I mean, it was insane. Goat yoga I'm was sorry, insane. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Did you just say goat like as in the animal? Uh, like the, like the, yeah. <laughs> like goat yoga. So there's like, you're doing yoga and they're like standing on you and all kinds of stuff. And then we went thrift shopping after, but you know, the whole time I was just thinking like, you know, we were in contact with a lot of people. It was very like spaced out and we were taking precautions and things like that. And we had an absolute blast. And so I told her, I was like, you know what, every single weekend we need to plan something, whether it's a hike or goat yoga or thrifting or barbecuing and doing something fun in the backyard like every weekend we need to do something and so she was actually like I'll help you tomorrow so Monday we're coming in every single Monday and we're gonna say okay what are we doing next weekend just to kind of bring more fun family-wise in because we we have not we've been locked down doing puzzles and games and all kinds of shit and I'm just over it and need some fresh air. And so that's what we're going to do going forward to kind of implement some more fun. I think bocce and badminton should make a major comeback. Like start wow. like, 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 uh, I used to play extreme bocce. So you of would have you to, did. there's nothing you do that doesn't have the word extreme at the end. Frisbee. It's extreme indoor golf, extreme. It's all extreme. Well, extreme bocce, if you haven't done it, don't just go to a beach and set up and you just roll it, right? We would find like the most, like a gravel hill into a, uh, over a river with four big boulders. And then you'd put your bocce ball and you would have to bocce around everything. Um, and, you know, a couple cocktails in extreme bocce becomes 
very entertaining. So maybe implementing those things as a family, extreme bocce, a little badminton action, you know, things like that could be a lot of fun. I agree. I think what's we're all on the same page here. I mean, really, to me, it sounds like the theme is getting out. It's going outside. It's making the effort. And, you know, maybe during the winter months, that's more challenging to do. But I am right there with you. I'm talking the water. I'm talking hugging trees in nature, deep breaths by, uh, I mean, a little waterfall, making sure that even if all I can muster that day is a walk around the block, then baby, it needs to happen. Because I, like Raina said, I felt a little bit cooped up and we've done our best, you know, with games and stuff like that. And that's been really rad. But I think nature is the thing. So maybe you haven't gotten a lot of that in winter, but let's take that into spring. Let's make that a commitment again, accountability partners here um, to let each other know how we're making the effort to get out. And I think those two things are a great answer to the, the fun, the fun aspect of this. And bringing fun got, into spring. Oh, bringing yeah, fun into bring, spring. Bring the joy, bring the fun. And I just want to thank you both because I think that my friendship with you guys is so much richer because we talk about things like this. And if I could give any girlfriends advice, as much as I joke about FaceTiming and get on Zoom and like blah, 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 have these conversations where you ask your friends, like, what do you think about? Do you have affirmations? Do you wear toques? And like, I mean, they seem like trivial questions, but getting to know your friends on not just a going out to a restaurant and talking about your partner level is really fun. Like, you know, it, it really is such a, I want to say a blessing to have girls in your lives or people in your life that you can kind of talk to at a level that, you know, you can say, will you hold me accountable with my vision? Can we do this? And then all of a sudden ideas and creativity starts flowing and you're there, you know, good or bad. And so thank you guys, because even moving into spring, I miss you both dearly, but um, I'm just so lucky that we have this platform to connect. And I challenge and encourage everyone that listens to sometimes take the topics that we talk about and go talk with your girlfriends about it. Um, we would love you uh, if you are listening still with us and you haven't bought a ticket to Rad P Hour, hang up, go to our Instagram, go to the LinkedIn, go purchase a ticket, and we will see you tonight where I can guarantee I will be four margaritas in having a blast. And I am going to challenge you to join us for some smiles and some connections because that is what we want moving into springs, guys. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Let's Put the Frickin' Rad in Radical moving into the spring. We love you. Have a great one.